0: Did you just say that, like, now it's time to become a champion? And he's like, Yeah, dude, I've been saying this every day. Like, I, like I'm on this now, Dane. Like, do you not believe me? Like, he literally starts, like, <laughs> coming at me. Dude, let's, let's go, Junior. Yeah, good for him. And man. you need to watch some Sam Sulik to get this even more. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Garage Strength Podcast. And I'm here with soon to be four time co author of the year, currently the king of the P.A. press, Earl Kunkel. Yeah,
1: I'm never losing that throne. I refuse to let it go. Ooh. Ooh. Even if someone outlifts me, they still don't have it. Like, they have to be in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, to, to do the P.A. press. Yeah, and they have to, like, come take the hypothetical crown, like, too. We like, should make a real one. Yeah. get the audience to make
0: you a crown. Yeah,
1: that'd be cool. Someone out there, Discord, Reddit, like, subscribe on YouTube or whatever, whatever your favorite listening device. Podcast, Podcast, app. Podcast apps. Yeah,
0: send us and maybe some of our clips on Instagram.
1: Yeah, which somebody commented
0: today on our Garage rank podcast short. Didn't even know brother had a podcast.
1: Oh, I did see yeah. that. <laughs> I saw that one yeah. too. I started laughing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you, we do. We do have a podcast,
0: and somebody in that audience. Hopefully, if you're streaming right now, you have a vision of a hypothetical crown that we can. Cut out almost like a Burger King crown. That would be great.
1: Maybe I will stop at one of those like Burger King, get like an impossible whopper or something (laughs) like that. And 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 just just to rock a crown.
0: Yeah, how do you get do you get this in Happy Meal or Happy Meal's McDonald's?
1: I have no idea. I haven't been to one of those joints in like a lifetime, it feels like.
0: like (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I do need a crown like King Booker. Dude, I don't know if I've been to a fast food restaurant. Have you eaten pizza in the last month? You've been to Chipotle. I'm saying like a
0: traditional. Oh, okay. I have had pizza in the last month.
1: Yeah. If you eat pizza, pizza is fast food. I don't I'm
0: care. I'm okay. saying like a traditional burger spot, like McDonald's.
1: Oh, like the franchise, yeah. like essentially American culture.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. I'll even say this: the the only time Interstate I have ever had Chick Fil A twice. And one time I refused to eat there. So one time I had Chick Fil A here, and then one time I got these free coupons, and Lincoln wanted to go for ice hockey, and I took them I just like, don't
1: eat there because it's meat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if they have. I mean, I think they have salads. I feel like. Well,
1: we're gonna talk about um Sam Sulek today. Sam Sulek eats. I'm assuming
0: a very massive amount
1: of meat. I've seen yeah. his bowls of cereal. But we're gonna come at it from a, what his effect, and impact potentially is what it is what it might be what it could be on athletes and just getting people generally involved in lifting and like sports training from like as this youtube guy i guess jason was telling me at the beginning of the year he had like a thousand subs yeah and now like it's november and he's over like 2.3 million yeah so like what type of impact that makes like what who his audience is like we don't know exactly but we're assuming it's someone who's probably interested in lifting weights in some way yeah and sees this person as like you know a representation of people who lift weights and how that could be positive for the community much like i don't know probably like 15 years ago now crossfit was for yeah. like weightlifting right yeah got a bunch of people interested in this well interested in crossfit and then everyone kind of shot in a different way and then more people got into weightlifting and things like that all that cool stuff
0: that's that's interesting like and i think I I want to just comment on it right away. Yeah, That's go ahead. It. But I, I I've thought about it as like it it's this phenomena that reminds me of you see somebody like Chris Bumstead and he seems like otherworldly. He seems like he's like fake. Like it's just like this dude who's out there and he's like untouchable. And I think and and I mean, one competitively he basically has been in his career for the most part, but also like yeah, uh, you you see him and Larry Wheels, and they're just like you don't think that you can relate to them. And the one thing I was gonna say right away with Sam Sulek is like he reminds me of like the group of meatheads that I, including myself, that we hung out with like when we first were like just starting to goon out lifting. And I think that's like the major appeal is that kids who consume this content some of them just consume it because they like the culture but some of them consume it because they want to see what he, what people are doing and then they go do it themselves and it and it's like the george w bush phenomenon, as of like i voted for him because he reminded me of my i'm not i'm saying like people at the time voted for him because they reminded them of the, their neighbors and i think that's like an interesting aspect behind what does Solick. that say
1: about what they think of their neighbors <laughs>
0: so the interest now I'm using that as an example with Sulik where it's like he's mer- very much so like a relatable figure that is like, you know, we have got, sw- I feel like we sort of have our version of Sam Sulik here, Swole Kyle. And he's very similar to Sulik in the sense of like uh, the peculiarities and the, the the mannerisms and also he's just freakishly strong and it's like. I think that's like one of the interesting parts. Jason
1: was showing me a video of Sam Sulek to like sort of make him seem relatable. He had his like iPhone like at the camera to like film himself. Didn't even try to block the iPhone out that you couldn't see it and has it like duct taped up to like the tripod to like hold it in place where it's at. And yeah, it's just yeah. like, all right, man, you're making it work how you can make it work. Yeah. Um, so like something like that, it's just like, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to share it with the world. Here's how I'm gonna go present it to people and oh I forgot my duct tape showing right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, It's hey. funny because I also think some of that could also be potentially planned.
0: Stuff like that, I actually am like that's also You got your like, tin
1: foil hat on right now?
0: It's also like meme-ish. It's like very Reddit Reddit-ish. Okay. And like, dude, people do that because they like it's like the cool thing to do. It's so contrarian. Like it's literally like the like that's the other thing and like dude he might not have planned that but like
1: some people actually do it's do like that. your favorite joke right which one the i used to do drugs oh yeah
0: yeah exactly it's shoot we just had this conversation <laughs> yeah. last night i still night. do drugs but yeah. i used to do them too it's funny because i picked up that shirt this morning and i was like i'm not gonna wear my mitch Hedberg shirt this morning because <laughs> i just thought about him last night i only try to wear it when i think about him like once in a while
1: <laughs> right like that's that same type of humor right like yeah. it's it's like low-key like some people think it's awful like yeah that's not funny at all. And like other people are like dying on the floor laughing yes, at stuff like
0: yes, that. Yes.
1: 100%. I have a buddy who, um, know him for music. He like, he's a, he films though. Like, uh, he basically sent me a video. He's he like, oh, I'm filming Jimmy buckets. Like he was basically vi- doing the video camera. I guess he had the camera on the Miami heat. Yeah. with Jimmy buckets. Right. Like that right. was his job for the day to follow him. But, um, Every time I hang like he can animate plays music like he's kind of he's really great musician and he was uh but every time you hang out with him you have to be on your toes cuz you never know when he's going to throw out a pun and just like you're going to start dying laughing like he he just has like comedic timing that way right and sometimes you see people like I I've been around him when other people like just aren't on that communication level yeah or they don't. and he just strikes out and yeah, it's yeah. and it's not like he's trying like he's not doing anything audience, he doesn't don't do get, don't get yeah it. and it's like who's and you can see people like looking confused and it's like who's this guy and then there's right. like two other people just dying laughing right, at everything right. and then they think they're like he's making fun of them in some way it's just no he's just clever okay constantly so, like so that. i
0: think that 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 says a that says a lot and and where i would go with that is like okay MF Doom now especially since he's passed away huge explosion of his his music essentially because of Reddit okay and now dude
1: i knew about MF Doom when i was a kid cuz of okplayer.com yes like
0: yes yeah, but i mean i would actually relate that and even like early uh Early Napster, Soulseek, like those those file sharing sites, mm. were sort of LimeWire, like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were like. I, and honestly, I think cooler versions of Reddit. I really do because you could communicate <laughs> with the people that you were sharing the files with, and just get more get more information from them, uh, and get direct content from them. Where I'm going with this, from relating it to Sulik, is that, and what you just described is like there's like specific types of comedy. Like black comedy is a very specific type. Uh, one-liner is a very, very specific type. Then you, you know, then you look at somebody like Bill Burr, and he's, he's more. He can he can create a more general audience, and he's, he's not like one specific type. He's, he, and that's probably why he's a much more popular uh, comedian. Well, he, he
1: can appeal to a larger audience because yes. they, the audience has more of the touch points to understand why the joke's funny.
0: Yeah, and it and it goes back to I mean not to throw Jason under the bus, Jason doesn't like dick and fart jokes. And, and so the, that audience becomes very precise, but then somebody who likes dick and fart jokes, uh, they're that's over here. And that's honestly, <laughs> that's honestly how I think about this. And the way I'm relating this is that... Farts will never not be funny. <laughs> there's, there's such specific types of content consumers that are so freaking niche and someone comes along very occasionally. And honestly, I think hip hop is looking for like the next doom essentially right now. Like they're looking for that as far as the underground is concerned. Yeah.
1: I think there's a couple groups. Can you find the underground on the internet or does it not exist there anymore? I think you can because of social media. I think you can, oh, man. but you, they get bigger, faster I have this theory. It has not come to fruition. I don't know if it does but the underground no longer exists on the internet. Because of
0: social, probably.
1: Well, because to actually truly be underground, you you almost have to become exclusionary, yeah. right? Like that was yeah. one of the things that did it. So the easiest way to make yourself exclusive is to leave the internet and go completely analog Yeah, with yeah. all your stuff, I don't It's almost, I mean, it's dude, it's like, a, uh, so I listen to, yeah, you always
0: call it Euro trash, but some of the-, the I like my techno beats. Yeah, so, so some of the electronic stuff, I listen to group therapy every friday and they have a podcast it's a two hour long podcast like new releases and then they have some throwbacks it's interesting because they used to be like that underground but then they created their own label they started to
1: do their own thing and now they're huge have you ever seen uh, we're like totally off topic but you ever see the people the djs who do the live sets on twitch now too yeah 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 and things uh, like
0: that. yeah so i mean i i followed a lot of that during covid like um yeah
1: I think Club the point party. we're trying to make is Sam Sulik is a unique content creator, yes, around a niche audience, and maybe we got on the tinfoil thing about how well, like these th- odd things for memes within lifting is kind of what contributes to his popularity potentially.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing is, is what else contributes? To someone like I, I don't, I don't know if I want to say Bill Burr, but like, okay, so so this is a good example. Dana me went
1: and saw Bill Burr at uh, yeah, Hershey.
0: Is that yeah that I I mean he's a our great, wives were with us too yeah <laughs> is that if you okay so let's use this you look at Doom and and, and one one big thing is that MF Doom has like if, if you ask every like pop rapper right now
1: yeah they almost all will say he's one of their influences almost all of them will say this have you ever seen the video of Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler the Creator meeting them and like sort of like fanboying Just going, out
0: yeah I uh, haven't seen that but yeah. but that's essentially like. That's a good example. Now the thing is, is like he he was somebody who was super super niche, but then crossed over into the general pop, and that's what I see with him with Sam Sulek. It's like he's got this super niche uh, following um,
1: of of meathead bros his age. Yeah, because right? I don't want to say two point three million isn't a lot of people because it is a lot of people, but it's still niche in the larger scope of seven closing it on 8 billion people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the interesting part too is that he then relates to like, you know, I can relate to him because I have guys here that train that are similar to him, but also like dudes, like I'm thinking about someone like Dave Tate or, or guys that, that are like, like pillars in the bodybuilding community. Also, he appeals to them because of his training. He's doing crazy partial reps a lot, a lot of times. Um, so now also sports scientists are starting to break down his training and they're like, Oh look, he's using partial range of motion. And well, this, this study says that, Oh, he also does full crazy range of motion. This study says this. So it's interesting because he's crossing the barriers of all of these pocket groups. And that's what makes him so. Popular. I want to touch on
1: that idea that you bring up there, like the crossing over the pocket groups. I think of it like, um, merchandising, right? So, use like a i don't know use a franchise like Star Wars like something real big real obvious right it's this movie but then all of a sudden here's this toy with it yeah here's this video game with it, it. Just keeps going. here are these books with it here's all these like creative avenues within this IP yep that start coming about and it's like all right well we made this one video or movie right and now all of a sudden it's reviewed by this guy so there's a you know piece of information and then yeah, yeah. someone writes some fan fiction on it so it takes up like this thing and it like that's kind of the same thing you're describing it's like yeah. here's the the world creation of like sam Sulek, bodybuilder right yeah on yeah, YouTube. yeah but then here's the rebroadcasting the remixing of what yeah. he does yes. and how it keeps going and uh-huh. you really can't i don't i'm sure there's somewhere that they can count that reach like google ai can probably figure it out or google can like access that information to get it. But like right now, like we're essentially doing Sam Sulek a favor, if you will. right? Like we're part of that same like snowball effect. I forget what that video game is where you just roll around and collect everything in the world too. But that, so yes,
0: that's exactly. And it's like where I was going with the dick and fart jokes and the black (laughs) comedy and all that to tie this all back together. And the one liners and is like comedians that can use, you know, from aspects of all of those very specific pockets of comedy are the ones who end up being super, super successful in the general sense and also from the critical sense, too, as well. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing here with Sulik is like he's taking all of those pockets, he's uniting them, and now that's creating what you just described yeah, of this... Like, you get this monolith
1: yeah, snowball just like, rolling wow, down. There's,
0: and it's, it's interesting, it's like... What is it that makes him? Is it just like the over the top stuff? Is it? Well, he kind of looks
1: like John Cena a little bit, his face. I was just noticing that. It's really low key. I could just be making that up because I'm going to see (laughs) WWE soon. (laughs) You want him to look like John Cena? Yeah, Mr. Cena won't be there. All right. Do you want to? I think Jason has a video queued up for us to see this. So this is to react to. There's a Sam Sulik club. Yeah. All right, so yeah, Jason just I don't know if you can hear me talking about a clip channel. Yeah. So like that's that same idea. Like, hey, yeah. well, I'm going to start a channel or someone started a channel where These I'm just going to Yeah, fans. just taking clips of this guy's content, yep. putting it up and it's like, "Oh, here we're repopulating them now there." Like sort of like how a meme spreads, right? So what is this title? I oh. mean, oh, yeah,
0: that that title
1: too clips yeah. that made Sam look famous. That's
0: such a freaking what do we call those titles in I feel like I mean it's just like yeah. It's a good title. It's yeah. a great title. A busy. Man, really? uh, don't, uh, hey, don't distract my spotter. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, so I'll so let sorry. it slide this time. <laughs> <laughs> Am I <laughs>
1: It's funny that the plates were metal too. Does
0: this so me re- of a machine? Sam just she broke the machine. Yes, I broke
1: the machine. What, when did you stage. break a machine? Tell me that story. Pause it, Jason. I want to hear about Dane breaking a machine. Um I broke the
0: seated row machine or I forget if I was in a seated row or lap pull down, but it was it was almost exactly like that. You like broke I, the lap pull down. To be fair, I might have had the whole stack on there. I actually think I might have, and I went to pull, and it was just like I almost hit myself in the face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did have the whole stack.
1: You had it all stacked I up? I was
0: doing a workout with – was that the one with Ian? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Right. And he, did Jason get it filmed then too? He did. He did have it on film. Oh, wow. Clip that in there, Jason, if you can. Right now, put it in there. <laughs>
0: here at garage strength we always preach the importance of nutrition and a healthy diet to create a strong fueled athlete that's why we're happy to work with today's sponsor range meal
1: bars range meal bars can act as meal replacements if you're on the go or packing up for long hikes in the woods each range bar is barely bigger than a deck of cards but packs 700 calories each oh my Goodness, that's a lot of calories. Like, you could go trekking for minutes and a, not just A minutes, long like trek. Hours. hours. That could even get you through the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> Range bars use all-natural, high-quality ingredients like honey, molasses, nut butters, and chia. Not brown rice syrup and soy protein isolate like many of the other bars available and are certified gluten-free.
0: Being perfectly honest, we've been trying these for a few weeks now, and our employees love them and are smashing them so much so that some of the employees eat them all when I come home and I can't try them. (laughs) (laughs) That's accurate. We finished our first two boxes in a week. I didn't have any of them until the next round
1: came in, and
0: we had to keep them away hidden in our closet for podcasting.
1: Literally, Range Meal Bars is offering a killer twenty percent off deal for listeners of the Garage Strength podcast. Just apply the discount code Garage Strength. That's a capital G and a capital S there at checkout.
0: Thanks, Range, for sponsoring our podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Woo-hoo. Is he actually yeah. crying in this clip? Yeah. Oh, it's. I think he just like drank something. It's nothing.
1: Yeah, but he's crying though.
0: I don't think he's actually.
1: Uh.
0: Right. The guy who likes walking is going to walk further than the guy who likes the destination. You understand?
1: Yeah, because the guy, that's, guy um, where he's going.
0: It's easy to say. You know, it's easy to say this motivational shit or whatever. It's harder to put it into practice.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I could take... It almost feels like he's like... A, that was comedic in his delivery. One thing to mention... Are you talking to me? He's apparently he's waving at someone. You can't. It says with email, but we can't One see One million. Holy shit.
0: I think that's the other thing. Is like he standard leg day is normal. No, that's fucking badass. Don't see. Think look, I'm a, he looks
1: like John Cena. I don't yeah, think I take it for like granted,
0: but I mean, kind of fitting my.
1: I was also looking. at Is he gonna
0: cut his hair for bodybuilding? Like, I feel like that's not a big thing. Like, well, not, you can't
1: have long hair bo- not a, Doesn't that Kai Green guy have the big long? Yeah, but it's not. It's a different setup, I feel like. He's just wiping himself down. Look, there's the... Look, see it? Yeah, All the duct tape good. on it. That is good. Wait, is that a camera behind that camera, though? No, it's a That's mirror. a mirror. Oh. Got it. You dumbass. Whatever. <laughs> it was an optical illusion. It was at first. I... Oh, he has a kitty. Oh, nice. What's the cat's name, Sam? I don't know. He's holding a cat up. There's a dog back there. Look at this. This is pretty sick. I have seen this. This is what is that? The three meter. Two. What is that called? It double pike. Or is that a yeah. two and a half? That was two and a half. More gains to come. What is this? What do I got here?
0: Oh, <laughs> finally fucking got dextrose again. <laughs> God damn it. You
1: know something? You know something? Just slapping people. Oh, hands. too slow. That's something my eight-year-old would do.
0: I think it's important to mention here that each of these videos are between forty and ninety minutes long, and he posts daily.
1: Daily posting, forty to ninety-minute videos long, no cuts, no editor. His videos are that long. Uh,
0: so I'm a little bit blessed in that sense. I'm never really the alone when I'm minutes. lifting. Straight doesn't cut. But in all honesty, I mean that's. Thing. That's why you really got to push it.
1: I don't know if he's necessarily my cup of tea off of that one. He's funny. I, I think I'd like him as a comedian, straight up. This isn't crazy what goes on here. So there's a video of him with what is that, four oh five on the bar, yeah. on an incline. What did you say? That's like a thirty degree or is that a forty five degree incline there?
0: What was that
1: video? Some strongman stuff. Oh, I thought they were. I thought they yeah. were climbing poles.
0: Yeah, incline 405 for reps is extraordinarily hard.
1: That's pretty close grip, too. It is a partial rep, though, right? He's a huge partial guy and a full yeah. range motion guy, too. Five's pretty impressive, but six is pretty impressive, and he's not quitting yet. Dude, that's... Oh, Really? That's crazy. That dude was getting scared. Man, he's like, I can't deadlift this. You better keep pushing, Sam. Looks like Andrew this
0: morning spawning
1: Okay. And then I want to show off
0: Yeah, it's a, that, that's interesting. I mean, oh, that's, look.
1: that's a huge incline. Oh, is this how he does those, like, the biker like this, squats yeah, or whatever? I've seen him do this. Like, super narrow stance, heels elevated on a plate, and then you just squat full depth. Yeah. It's just a wicked quad pump when you do it like that. I've even seen him where he's just sitting there like... Just like in the double bounce? Yeah. Like, oh, like a hair Bottom higher. position? What is that? I can't tell how many plates that is. I want to say that's five. Yeah, I think that's like, four, 450? I think shit. Five. Oh, I can do one, two, It's a lot of weight. There's five plates on there plus the 25s, right?
0: Just doing this in a commercial
1: gym. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty easy. Dude. I wonder if he put on lifters and did that too, if it would be even... Like, if he would get the heel up even more and would target the quad even more. I haven't been counting how many reps he's been doing, but it's almost 10 at this point, right? That's a lot. What do you think about this day? I love this. I think it's great. I also
0: think, like, he's got really good mobility.
1: Like, he's. I like how positive he is with himself. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one, man. Good job, Sam. Yeah. Like, let me pat myself on the yeah, back for yeah. that. I think, you know, I, I, I want to call that out. I think that's an important lesson. Like your self talk when you lift. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I don't know like I can talk to me personally. Like I will pump myself up yeah. while I'm doing it. All right. Like I, and I'll curse at myself. Like, come on. Yeah. You can do one more. Yeah. Rip this. Come on. Like, you got this, you know. I'll say it out loud. I'll sit there and visualize myself like hitting the lift. And I know sometimes too, like I'll do the opposite and I know I'm already like screwed. Like, I, be- think, I think the opposite,
0: dude. The only time I, I was actually thinking of it, it's funny. I, I was thinking about this when I ran the marathon. There was one point where I was like, you can't effing quit. You effing. I don't know if we're allowed to swear on here. I don't know. Uh, Jason dropping, dropping the P word like, yeah, for like a mile. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, you can do this, dude. You can do it. Like, yo, you can do it, and it's it's exactly that. Like, I used to get so mad and lose my mind, and it's not effective. It's like, but no. if you're like, dude, you can do this. the The more frequently that you believe that you that you have that optimism, the more it and becomes reality. You
1: know, positive to him too is like he's showing himself doing it out loud. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Talking yeah, to himself big. out loud versus just in his head. And um, were you wait, were you down there when Junior was doing this? Were you there yet? No. Okay, so Junior was doing that today, and I was like. Did you just
0: say that like now it's time to become a champion? And he's like, "Yeah, dude, I've been saying this every day. Like, I, like I'm on this now, Dane. Like, do you not believe me? Like, he literally starts like coming at me. Do you not believe me when I say I want to snatch 160? And I was like, Dude, I believe you." but you haven't really ever done this consistently. And now I'm like, I was like getting all hyped it's up it's a
1: little cognitive dissonance, right? Yeah. Like I want this, yeah, I want this, but I'm not used to this person. Yeah. And everybody like Devin and Evan were like,
0: you didn't hear him last week when he, like you were gone the last two days. You should have heard him last week. What he was saying about holding himself accountable. It's like, dude, let's, let's go. Junior. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. And man. you need to watch some Sam Sula to get and this if, even
1: more. You know, that's something too, to like dive into just like, self-talk yeah like, positive huge, self-talk huge. goes a long yep. way towards success absolutely i think this is
0: it's fun it's fun watching this because it's like if there's other younger kids watching this now that's what they're gonna see and i think that was one of the downfalls like back in the 90s like come up it was like always like just more much more so goon squad like me yeah. and like get like you would be like get mad get angry you know, screw my girlfriend She broke up with me And cheated on me For the other guy Like I'm gonna bench An extra two sets But like But like that. that's how it was You know Yeah
1: See I, I've i never been A rah-rah person Yeah I've, I mean I
0: haven't been either
1: I'm a silent like Hey you can do this Get it done Why is he leaning To the side Oh he cause a, he has The single leg
0: Yeah so he's getting A little bit more yeah. yeah A little bit more Stretch on that There are some Old school Leg extensions That have straps like a belt. They have a belt.
1: Oh, right into sissy squats. My man wow, is a that's savage. Good. Yeah, that's good. Dane won't do this. That's why his quads are so small now. Calves are big. Facts. He would have did calf raises there, what? though. Yeah, that's probably accurate. So one big thing people say Oh, so Jason just let us know that he's like... check The people who are watching were are young teenagers. Well, I guess older teenagers... So he's kind of, which is great. Yeah, like, dude, that's like exactly. Oh wow, he doesn't even go to. Ex- he just stays under tension the whole time.
0: Now the the argument here is the only downfall of that is strictly bodybuilding, and also his nutrition is outrageous. Like, yeah, insane, insane. What does so he like, do? I don't know like much about it. A full gallon of milk every day, like. Half gallon and then he has like bowls of cereal that are like literally the size of a mixing bowl. Like absurd amounts of, and I like not to bring this, I mean, yes, to bring this up. A lot of people are like, he's eating so much he's on trend or or something else along those lines. It's very potent. Uh, I think Halos the other one. But it's also like, I think high school kids watching this. If they just go in and they incline bench more and they do leg extensions and they're doing squats and they're watching, like, dude, more power to them. Or, Who like, cares? fight for
1: another rep Yeah, type of like, thing? that's like, it. That's no all that, that matters. Through like, something.
0: And, and he does talk about, though, no, his nutrition is absurd, but he also does talk about, like, making sure you're eating enough and sleeping enough.
1: He's all the positive. He, it's, like, super upbeat, and it's, like, low-key, though, too.
0: I actually, I, I think that's part of the, the allure is how positive he is. Uh Like, I've watched I've watched two videos where Hostile I think sponsors him, and I've watched like two or three of their documentaries where they where they go follow him around for the day, Um, and he's got like, it's almost like there's two guys trying to be his mentor, and he's just like super super laid back, and it's literally like, you just you end up liking like some of the other guys are like this guy's a little sort of a little bit of a tool to the other guys yeah. But the but he makes he makes it that much more attractive because is so positive.
1: So there's some of uh, him eating up here, but I want to start talking about just bodybuilding because, like, athletes, coaches, like one of the things I think we caught out of the reacting or two of the things that came out of there was one the positive self talk. I'm looking at hostile subs, <laughs> <laughs> and. and
0: <laughs>
1: and the the second one was he will grind through reps so yeah, like, there's yeah, a, a toughness yes, there yes, too yes, yep. and how then like athletes coming up in the volume and coaches can like use that yeah within their system so like i know with dr- garage the use of structural bodybuilding is a big thing yeah around like sort of joints to help prevent injuries accessory hypertrophy movements and things of that nature so what can we take from Mr. Sulik and probably even the world of bodybuilding more in general and use for our athletes then, too? Yeah. So you want to educate us on that one a little bit? I mean, right away, like, the the full-range
0: squats all the time. But, mm-hmm. but as far as I think the bodybuilding stuff, like, I've seen him doing partial lower back work. I've seen him doing partial work with his biceps. And I
1: think that... What would you use? Like, if I was like, all right, tell me what sport partial bicep work would be beneficial wrestling. for. Why would it be beneficial for? Cuz you're almost constantly in the elbow flexion. Okay. Almost all the time. So what would be like a specific exercise to do? A shorter
0: just like a shorter easy curl so, like standing almost So
1: constantly in the the L position yeah, like, like at 90 degrees. Just like slightly past slightly So you're under. almost like pulsing there like Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yep. So almost like I want to say like the 45 to the 135, yeah. like back and forth. Yeah, and I would I would actually do a time set with it. Oh, so it's how long would you do it? Would you do it like a Tabata? Like scramble here, you get to rest, scramble yeah, there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could. I And I think that's like learning from him, like from Sulik, I would, if I have kids come in and ask, because I could imagine high school football players asking yeah. about it, we would do stuff at the end of the workout, very bodybuilding specific, like for me – all right, we're going to do leg extensions. We're going to do sled pull backwards. And then we're going to do sissy squats. And we're going to go through that four times. And no one's allowed to rest. You know, your rest period is like walking from here to there. And, like, that is how bodybuilders train. And I, I've talked about, you know, when we tried, to, we tried to do that Tennessee Jed plug in that one, one oh, bodybuilding yeah. video. I don't even know if we filmed that video, by the way. Um, but the, the whole point of that was coming home and training with Jed. Um, and actually, I've, I just saw him recently. It was so hard compared to the sports performance stuff. But if you are training sports performance to move fast or to move heavyweight, and then also doing the bodybuilding stuff, dude, you're getting mental training, mental reps, yeah, in like three or four different
1: zones. And you worked at like so. The like local muscle fatigue, then too, that yeah. happens during specific wrestling. to a sport. It's like, like it's it, w- yeah, exactly. You had told, I remember a story you told about quiz telling you, my- doing a finisher, and he's like, My forearms feel like I'm at, at the end of, end of a, of a match. match. Yep, yeah, so exactly. like just that whole like ripping on the head and stuff. And that's why you see what I-, I swear I see the Russians doing it all the time or some. Eastern block like old Eastern Bloc country, where they use like the tricep pull down machine, yeah, yeah, and they're just like snapping Snap-down, it down, like super yeah, hard, like it's yeah. full body movement, yep, and like it's just loaded up with it, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I think we're gonna go into the freak of the week. So more right. video reactions, the freak for of the week. Our listeners uh, on audio things, what are you listening on? You can listen on like iTunes, right? Do we? What use else?
0: Freaker? Does that exist? What else can Spreaker? we listen to?
1: Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and. dying right now, so I don't know what's around so I know those are the. the t- Google, Google Play. Google, Google Play. Play. Oh, okay. oh nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, is is Title One, isn't that one? Or am I making it? Uh,
0: dude, I listen on. When I listen on podcasts, I use my phone, my
1: Apple Podcast. Uh, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I usually yeah. just watch it on YouTube. I do that too. Because <laughs> I
0: also just figured out how to lock my phone. Yeah. And. T- and get the video
1: off and still listen to it oh nice on youtube doesn't amazon have a an audible like for things too well i guess audible like prime yeah audible yeah yeah. you can put like the podcast on there too maybe i don't know did you just make that up no i i was looking for a podcast i listened to and it was and when the link i clicked on was on amazon okay and i was like what that's just where my (laughs) remembrance brain of like the images went to i can show you that we need to all right right, freak of the week who do we got this is from so you know to enter the freak of the week it's on the discord you have to join our discord if you're already on our discord you have access to it you go to the podcast little hashtag and then there's one that says freak of the week submissions and you just put videos on there and then we select from the videos so far well i guess when this one's coming out, this is our third freak of the yeah. week. We got um,
0: this dude's doing three exercises here. It looks like yeah, looks we like got three. Creepy. Who is it? Is Jason a, looks like a clean a koala.
1: Koala. koala, and koala is pretty active too. I know that kid on koala. the kid koala. Great I saw producer. him live open up for Jack Johnson and Ben Harper, and then really Inter- yeah. He just went great, up there with a the great opening t- act turntables and one of the best basically played and... Deltron thirty thirty, yeah, like all, all the instrumentals <laughs> and like just no Dell on there. <laughs> so those of so you listening, would be, he did a clean into it, like a Zerch or yes. <laughs> That's like a dude.
0: The guy who lifts in jeans, he actually just, uh, commented uh, yeah is that is that his name atlas always has his shirt off and boots on yeah he does he does that dude will do that with like dude does that with like 330 actually the other dude what does that feel like just landing in your bicep like that oh my goodness there's a guy named will on instagram uh what the diesel guy
1: uh like diesel like who used to protect sean michaels (laughs) no get out of here (laughs) Wilvertell does Kevin this Nash? as well.
0: Why well, I, I could not let remember his
1: last oh. name. All right. Second one. So what was that? Oh, clean uh, split clean split power clean. What's going on here? I was hoping. Uh, so he splits with his left leg forward and then jerks with his right leg
0: forward. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so eagle eyed. Left. Because yeah. it looked awkward with his left leg going forward. Yeah. And then he goes right.
1: Oh, that was pretty creative. I'm still I can't get over the catching the power clean in the Zercher. I can't get over this. <laughs> How heavy is that?
0: Uh, I it, like uh, it might be like
1: 185, 175. Yeah. My <laughs> g- <laughs> Man. Oh, my My elbows hurt watching that. Oh, I was standing, what, 30? What's that other? B- is that 50 inches or 46? Probably 46. Yeah. Like yeah. Still pretty good jumps, though. And he got three of them, too. Yeah,
0: that's solid. Standing so, up. Kid Koala, well done. Yeah, Nice nice split clean into that other s- reverse split jerk.
1: <laughs> I would want to know, why is he doing the Zurcher catch? Because it's <laughs> – I don't know. That's kind of like – I think that would be a weird – like a flex on someone. Like it, if someone did that to me, okay. I'd be like, this, it's a this flex. person's serious. I want to see him clean 300 pounds before he does that. Uh. Dude, that's heavy. You're you're too sports-oriented yeah, here. Yeah, that's fair. This is just like a Freak he's, of the Week type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he's having fun. And he, that's fair. Yeah.
0: I got to get the – he's 100%. Those clips are freakish. Yeah. He's the – Koala, you, my friend, are definitely this week's
1: Freak of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the overrated, underrated? Yeah, let's go. All right. Cable rows, overrated, underrated.
0: Underrated, dude. Cable rows are so freaking good. They're so fun. You get a crazy pump. Underrated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, dumbbell rows, overrated. I think dumbbell
0: underrated. rows are underrated, dude. People don't do it, like, and this is the other thing. Okay, there was a dude who transitioned to become a woman. His name was Matt Croc. His last name was like Krocashevsky or something. Dude was an animal, okay, before he transitioned. He's still, still a beast. Absolute animal, okay? So there was, back in, like, the mid-2000s, there was this thing called the croc row. And croc would do, like, sets of 30 dumbbell rows. Like, you grab a, the heaviest one, you strap up, and you're just hitting it for, like, sets of 30. I... To this day, still think that's one of the best ways to get a pump in your back pump, and I think
1: it also helps. Is that with trunk the one control. that the Chinese weightlifters do all Basically, the time? Yeah,
0: that's essentially what it looks like. Right, they just wrap up a huge dumbbells and, dumbbell just and just start. Yeah, just ripping, and that to, like to me back on like in the T Nation days, that was like a crock row. All
1: right, um, overrated, underrated, single arm lat pull downs. Hmm, another cable
0: one. I would say it's underrated because no one really uses them, and I I think they do have some sub like substantial sports performance carryover, and you can also lengthen the lat more than you can with bilateral lat pull. What's
1: the like so, if you had to pick one thing of the athletic sport pullover, what would you say why to do it like canoeing? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> kayaking.
0: Yeah, that was in our video. Oh, okay, and, yeah,
1: I was even thinking of a wrestler just going for like, sure. Reaching wrestling. that arm like to grab the leg or yeah, ankle pick or yeah, something too. Exactly. Same. I've been watching a lot of wrestling. It's the same Dude, mechanics. I watched a San Diego State or San Diego. It's the SD that messes me South up. Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. Ohio State, Matt. Dual meet. No, they just had a. I swear it was like I watched. Yeah,
0: they didn't it, wrestle Ohio State. What, Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. And I was yeah. like,
1: what? You guys yeah. had it. Yeah. You
0: had it. Did they? Well, they so they lost their their number 2 guy was banged up he it's like yes
1: the was it the 133 pounder though who just and murked the the they, Minnesota kid just like i was like oh the strength programs working so 41 is where they their guy
0: um their number 2 guy clay carlson wasn't in the match okay There's also – it's interesting you bring that up, too, because there's also a little bit of bad blood between the head coach at SDSU and Minnesota because he went to Minnesota and was a two-time national champ or three-time national champ there. Oh. So he's been wanting to –
1: Dude, they had it.
0: Yeah. Last year they did the same thing. Oh. Yeah.
1: it's always next year. All right, either or. This one's a silly one. I don't even know if you'll – You you better have these if you don't. You have to choose one of the two. Okay. We're going with like Philly suburb bands, Philly bands. Okay. Somewhat popular all right. Kurt Vile and the Violators or the War on Drugs? War on Drugs. Man, you would go with the mainstream answer. Oh,
0: get the dude, they get
1: mainstream. Do you know both of them played in one another's bands too? I did not know that, yeah. no. Kurt Vile was the lead guitarist in War on Drugs and I forget the dude's name in the War on Drugs, but he was the lead guitarist. I just know for when, Kurt Vile and the Violators.
0: When they came up, I was, it was like probably like the peak of pitchfork media like yeah. right back in the day. And like, dude, I just that's the type of like at the time, indie, like, psychedelic, like, maybe...
1: I think The War on Drugs is better now than they were they then. Were, the music's think, way better. They
0: almost remind me of, like, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Uh, um, like, a, a psychedelic yeah, type.
1: They're more hazy, Shoes, psychedelic, shoegazy, though. Shoegazy, psychedelic. Shoegazy. See, I think The War on Drugs is more, like, hazy, though, where, like, the... They're not as heavy psychedelic. Like, yeah. it's not like a Jimi Hendrix psychedelic. No, no, absolutely not. It's more like, it's just like, Shoot-casey. let me just lay down on the couch yeah. yeah, and enjoy this. All right. No, I was supposed to go. I had, my brother had tickets to go see The War on Drugs. But they were predicting, like, a huge snowstorm. And it's like, are we going to go? And, and we're like, nah. yeah, Never snowed.
0: Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I was
1: just offered the ticket because, yeah. like, it ended up backing out so i was gonna just get to go like i didn't have it till like day of so i wasn't as like flummoxed about it (laughs) but he was all right audience questions and then and then it's it's a wrap yeah all right we got one both of them from discord liquidarity very uh he's like a level 12 on our discord i think at this point or something like that uh andrew yeah I'd like to hear some thoughts on off season training for athletes. Should they do multiple cycles of periodization or one long cycle? I assume it depends on the length of the seasons, but i'm- cu- curious to hear Earl and Dane walk through that.
0: What I do what I would say like look looking at football, you would do two cycles, two basic i mean almost two and a half you would do right uh I think when we laid that out, it was it depends through, on how long the season is, right yeah. Yeah, it depends on if the season ends in November. You probably can start in December, and then you would go basically. First cycle is up till like combine stuff in April, and then second cycle would be April until August. Yeah, and well, I think
1: that did this say in, yeah off season.
0: Yeah, so for me, it's like for track, it could be the junctures. You know, track's a lot longer of a season. It could be you're throwing basically from February until freaking potentially August. It's that long, sure. so. You're only looking at like one and a half full cycles off season. And and in that case, you've got a in in my opinion with with the throwers, what we do is basically three to four months of like strictly high volume, like going back between exposure and comprehension, and then two bridge programs that could be up to like nine weeks
1: that focus more on like heavier movement patterns yeah. heavier lifts and all your throwers too they're in season is like it's professional at this yeah too it's yeah. not yeah so there's a different go from there absolutely um, next one discord i don't know if we quite answered that for you liquidarity, but it depends on the length of your if we season did, he
0: can ask in our youtube lives and i'll answer
1: yeah you hear that dane says talk to him the youtube lives yeah. everyone else can go to the youtube lives as well yeah um this one's penn state nittany lions on the Discord. How does someone get that name? Like you know what I mean? (laughs) That's crazy. Good for them. Um how often should I add weight when doing like strength cluster sets or just any strength training in general for like squats or cleans? Wait, say this again? How often should I add weight when doing like strength cluster sets or just any strength training in general for like squats or cleans?
0: I would go every two sets. Add weight
1: not every other set or every set. But it's like can i give them a personal example yeah so yesterday i'm back squatting i'm ramping a set of four yeah i knew where i worked my set the week before i wanted to do two sets before i got to that so it was like 150 155 160 perfect and i knew i had two left to see where i could go and i knew um the 150 felt like hell like i had nothing to do with it i was like well if 155 feels that way i don't have a pr on me today i hit that i was like oh it felt good i was like all right it was just the 30 kilo jump to get to the working set type of thing and then it was like all right how much do i add i'm like well i know where i want to be yeah do i want the a bigger jump or a smaller jump in between right or an equal yeah and that was basically my deciding point there yeah now i also have years versus like this person maybe knew
0: yeah i think they could go do almost exactly what you did and then maybe just go an equal split all the way up yeah um see how they feel and then two, like sometimes also you, you could do two sets in your case you could do two sets at like 158 160 and then make a big
1: jump yeah that last set because i've done and that feel like good. so like i've ra- like ramping a set of nine right like you don't want to be the top weight you don't want the second weight being close to that no Cause no, it's it, awful. It, it, you'll die. So like something like higher reps, like I'll take a huge jump to just go to get for it broke. and get it done. Yeah, but like doubles and singles, it's like, well, I may take three kilo jump just to get up there. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, but I think I think you that... as a coach too, you're governing. You're seeing how the speed is, how the movement is. So that's the other thing too. You could always get a coach. Download the Peak Strength app. There you go. And Absolutely. rate the difficulty, and it will tell you how much weight to add there.
0: And that's getting even more dialed in after, like, the next month, actually. Because it's not,
1: getting all the – It's getting improved. F- all the data from everyone, yeah. too. Yes. It's learning. So it's getting better and better. It's getting so smarter.
0: Use that to improve your overall rep and weight selection. Make sure you do do some partials and crazy full range of motion, just like Sam Sulek. So maybe don't eat as crazy as him but engage and have fun Talk with that that positive. that positive optimism until next time peace